the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Hello again, everybody, everyone. It's yet another time for What a Beautiful Podcast, episode 94. It's me, Jack, as it, always. It, it, it's me, it's Andy. He's here, I'm here, we're here, and it is yet another time, as Jack so eloquently put it, for what yeah, a beautiful words, podcast. The words kind of just line up, you know? <laughs> Some it's like it's like shaking a boggle thing. Sometimes you get words and sometimes you get nothing. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just don't know what you're gonna get when you try to speak. Sometimes things just appear out of your mouth and you don't know what happened. And that's if that's not the human experience that I don't know what is. Well said, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't even do that with a straight face. Uh, yeah, this is what a beautiful podcast. Tuning in for another week. Um, where did we leave off last week? Oh, that's right. White album. White album in the can. We're moving on to the back third of Vento Oreo. And I say third, and that is still larger than uh, a lot of mangas out there. Yeah. <laughs> I is is Vento Oreo the longest JoJo part? I think it is. You see, you could do a bunch of different metrics with that, and like you start doing that, you get real in the weeds. Like, is it page count? Is it longest? Yeah, running? I guess like, it's hard to do. Like page count, maybe Steel Ball Run is longer. Maybe I feel. I, I, feel I don't mean like I'm not about to go here and like figure that out. Like I'm not gonna no, put in I, the energy I like to do myself. that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it's probably a mostly tie between Venta Oreo and Steel Ball Run so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like maybe Stone Ocean is way bigger than I remember it being, but I remember um, that be- I remember Stone Ocean being pretty quick, honestly. Like it didn't feel very long. Whereas this eh. or is this feels long. Feels This is a journey. Yeah, it feels like it never fucking ends. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're about to get knee deep in the thick of it. You know, Jack? Oh, Shit's about oh to get Raheel. Raheel. <laughs> anyway, so I don't think there's really anything exciting to talk about before we get into the comics. So why don't we just roll right into it this week? Yeah. Um, we finished the White Album. Yes, that yes. one. Do you need to collect Getting your thoughts, into- Jack? A little bit. <laughs> Getting into Final Orders from the Boss. Volume 9, Chapter 77. We open on a page with Bruno putting a disc into a laptop. Uh, this I've never seen laptop. a laptop with a zip disk drive built into it, so... They definitely had to exist for, like, two years. Like, there was <laughs> definitely one manufacturer, like... IBM made a laptop. Well, it's like that. Drive. This like weird, like the like two years in the early '90s where they didn't know which drives people needed, so you'd have like a three and a half inch floppy, a five and a quarter inch floppy, and a CD drive all in the same machine because they didn't know what the fuck to do. Windows ninety five right. was still technically with had a DOS back end, so it was like, oh, everything is compatible. We don't know what to do anymore. 
the technology once you when you go back far enough like it starts just looking alien well that's the thing because that's what makes like windows 2000 and windows xp so like if you think about it way bigger of a deal than you realize when you were like 12 because they pulled off a massive band-aid taking away dos compatibility from windows like that that was like ripping off a big fat like you scrape your knee and you have to put a band-aid on it and like fuses to your skin after a while yeah that's that that's what that was like because up till that point people were able to use the same software they were using since like the ibm pc from like the fucking stone age and now they have to deal deal with windows xp and then 10 years later people still had to deal with windows xp yeah windows 10 still technically running the same architecture as windows xp (laughs) yeah windows 10 is great anyway i give you my sincere thanks for guarding my daughter trish says the laptop i forget what my laptop voice is but that's what it says can you see our destination fugo Yes, I see it. It's just over 200 meters away. Good. Keep the boat moving. And nobody's following us around. I'm checking the boss's orders again. Approach carefully by boat, but first... Wait, what? This is a laptop. Yeah, this is a laptop. But first, there is something I must warn you of. The data on this disc you entered when you boarded the train in Napoli. As such, I do not know how many more pursuers still live. Neither do I have any way of knowing how many of your team have fallen in combat. Our pursuers, if we subtract the ones we've taken out, that only leaves one left. But we don't know whether or not he's in Venezia right now. We get a little, uh, we get some bubbles seeing, like, all the men that they've killed. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine if, like, part four had a body count like this? Like, if they didn't just become best buds with all the stand users they beat up? (laughs) Yeah, in, instead they just, like, murdered them and, like, buried them off, like, the coast of Mariah. <laughs> a sea burial. Whatever happened to that wacko with a guitar? Ah, he got on a bus. He left. Yeah, cool. we never saw him again. He, he skipped town, man. Yeah. The disc contains the information you need to safely allow me to meet my daughter. These will be your final orders. I shall also warn you that you are not allowed to deviate at all from the orders detailed on this disc. If any of you act in violation of these orders, even if it is a coincidental occurrence, then I shall take it as a warning of your hostility. And it will become very difficult to reunite me with my daughter. Now, here are your orders. Your next destination will be the Isle of San Giorgio Maggiore. San Giorgio Maggiore. I think. You know what? I got that pretty close. Yeah, you were pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this island contains nothing but a lone church, and that church contains a lone belfry. You shall be taking my daughter to the top of the belfry. Your mission will conclude once you bring my daughter to the top of the belfry. <laughs> it's at the top of the belfry! The top of the belfry! <laughs> Bruno, where are we going? To the top of the belfry! <laughs> oh, God. More... Order one, ascend the belfry not by the stairs, but by the one elevator installed in the building. Trish and one escort must be the only ones to ascend. Order two, the escort must not bring any knives, guns, mobile phones, or any other object. Order three, you must reach the island within 15 minutes of acquiring the disc. The disc is equipped with a tracking device, and I will have already detected its movement. Order four, the remaining members are to wait on the boat. They are not to set foot on the island. The top of that tower. So the boss is in there, huh? He's very cautious, but that's exactly why he's the boss of the gang. 
Anyway, this is how our mission ends. And with all the safe and sound, too. Not so bad, huh? Even so, I'm beat as hell. Why don't we stick around for a few days and have some fun in Venezia before heading back? I know it can't beat the taste of home, but I've heard good things about the food here. What's there to eat? Come on, tell me! They really got good food? I just realized how hungry I am. Well, the pizza ain't no good, but the... But they've got spaghetti al nero de sepia, horsehair horse crab salad. <laughs> Doing an Italian accent and a Brooklyn accent is fucked. They say the Hotel Caprini's Carpaccio is out of this world. We haven't had any real food to eat for whole, two whole days. I'd like to drink some wine out of a real Ven Venetian glass. Narantia, keep watching the radar. And the rest of you better not let up just yet, either. Bruno yells, clutching this turtle. Trish sweats. Bucalati, I volunteer to escort Trish. I shall take her to the top of the belfry. Huh? 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 Yes. Huh? What the hell do you think you're saying? A rookie like you ain't worthy of escorting her. The boss never said who had to take her up. The mission is as good as done. If we need to do all we need to do is bring her up there, then I can. Why would anyone else other than our <laughs> officer Bucalati take her up the stair? Uh, take her up there, you stupid <laughs> bitch! <laughs> the boss He's never so gave petty. a name because he didn't know who would make it here. Huh? I'll go. It's only natural. Step onto the island, Trish. Only you and me, as ordered. Sweats, sweats, sweats. I know, Jorno. I know. If we want to learn even a little about the boss's identity, this is our chance. I'm not here just to escort Trish. I just need to get something, even the slightest lead. Oh, right. Jorno, would you mind giving me a lucky charm? As a prayer for success on our final task. Ladybugs are beetles of the sun and symbolize life, isn't that right? And you wear those brooches as lucky charms, don't you? Or am I wrong, Jorno? Not at all, sir. You're exactly right. The ladybug is a beetle of the sun. They are harbingers of good fortune. <laughs> this is extreme zoom in on this ladybug brooch, and he passes it to Bruno, and it starts quivering. Gold experiences ability. He used to give life to the ladybug brooch. He's making this brooch into a sensor. <laughs> if I can put it on the boss, Jorno will be able to sense his location. All I can do for now is to pin down his identity. Add that to Only the list of things day. gold experience can do. Just uh, keep a keep a running like, list. It'll be longer it than the fucking a Nile. <laughs> a sensor of all things. All right. Stepping up to the belfry. Ooh, bun bunch of good like setting atmosphere panels here like showing the architecture of this church iraqi definitely visited a church that looked like this uh-huh and you know going into a church looking very still nobody's there nothing mm -hmm. good is gonna happen in here jack no this is horror movie setting like 101 <laughs> calls the elevator looks into it there are only buttons for the first floor and the top it's a direct trip and there are no other floors to get off at what? Trish is here, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't said a word in, like, 40 chapters. What's going to happen to me? Gangsters like you have been coming to kill me or take me hostage. 
And now I'm going to meet a father I've never even met or loved. Where will I go after? The boss is only worried for your safety. What will happen to you? Here's what I think. You'll get a new name. You'll get a new face. You'll take on a new identity. And you'll live a happy life in some other country far, far away. Nobody, not even us, will ever know where you've gone. Your father has the power to make that happen. Now, take my hand. We're getting on the elevator. I wasn't huddling because I was worried. My legs just fell asleep from sitting in the turtle for so long. <laughs> Thanks, Trish. Your hair looks like wrapping paper. Have, have a good one. <laughs> And, you know, like, sometimes, depending on the way Araki feels like to drawing Trish, her top is either, like, part of her dress or it's this weird half-open tube top. Like, yeah, in this that... one panel, it has straps, and it's connected to the bottom like a dress. And then in the left panel, it's like she took something off. <laughs> oh, no sh Look at that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> weird. I think the strap is still kind of there, but the way he drew it is just weird. Yeah, he draws it when he remembers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't you think? Don't you think? Do you think? I like my father? That's not something any family worries about. Yeah, you're right. That was silly. I don't need to worry about that at all. Ding, ding, ding. We're almost there. This is the top floor. Beat. Trish is gone, by the way. <laughs> Trish! Tr Tr Whoa. Bruno looks down. He's still holding Trish's hand, which is not connected to Trish. <laughs> Any oh, God. Oh, boy. What? Trish! Did he? No! How could he? The boss, I don't believe it. He wanted to completely erase his whole identity. Trish! The reason he made us escort his daughter was so he could kill her with his own hands. Ba, ba, Who could have seen this coming? Everybody saw that coming. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so the next chapter, we're going to take a little break and we're going to learn Bruno's backstory. And we get this cover yeah. page with the mini Bruno, which is the <laughs> funniest thing in the fucking universe. <laughs> Aw, it's it's like 0.5 scale big Bruno. Now, notice that he didn't realize the stand powers yet because he doesn't have the zipper motif. Same outfit, no zippers. Uh, yeah, one, once he got Zipper Man, he was like, oh, I need to own this. You <laughs> ready need... to read some exposition, Jack? Let me, let me take a big gulp. <laughs> mm. All right, let's go. <clears throat> When Bucolati was seven years old and his parents were in their tenth year of marriage, they divorced. Bruno Bucolati, childhood. His father was not a social man, but he was an honest, diligent fisherman, and he did all he could to protect his family from the cruelties of the world. His mother was a very loving woman. Bucolati loved talking with his mother, and he always enjoyed the bedtime stories she would read to him. Why did they divorce? Perhaps only the two of them will ever know. Bucolati's mother said she was leaving town, after, and after some discussion, the two decided to let the seven-year-old Bucolati make a single choice. Bruno's dad with that same face that Araki gives to every B character. Oh, oh shit, it is. <laughs> they all God. have the same face. Because <laughs> it, it kind of looks like a foot. Yeah. Oh. You want to do his mom's voice? Sure. Bruno. Your father and I love you very much, but we won't be living together anymore. Do you want to live with your father? 
or do you want to live with your mother? We want you to decide. Don't you want to leave this town and live with your mother in the city? Or would you rather live in this empty town with your father? You're a smart boy. Don't you want to go to a good school? Don't you want to live with your mother? Bukalati's mother led the conversation and asked loaded questions, but his father didn't say a word. Bukalati was a seven-year-old boy. At that age, he longed for his mother's care. It was only natural for him to live with his mother. You'll come with me, won't you? I'm staying with Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you're a monster, huh? Jack. Huh? What? I said you're a monster. Uh, I'm the best. <laughs> Bruno, what did you say? Think about this very carefully. Don't you love your mother? I'm staying here with Dad. Bucolati's mother was perplexed by the strength of his will. However, in the recesses of her mind, she accepted her son's answer. Bucolati instinctively knew that his father was the true victim of the divorce. Although his mother may cry now, she will surely forget the past and move on with her life after settling down in the city. But as for his father, men like him would be chained down and ruined by their pasts. My father is the one I must stay with. Bucolati's mother understood that this was the kind of boy Bruno Bucolati was ever since the day he was born. And although she was proud of her son, she hoped that the kindness to overly sympathize with other sorrows would not become a source of misfortune to him. Bucolati's instinct spoke true. His mother left the town and married a man from Milan two years later. By the time Bucolati was 12 years old, he and his mother met only on Christmas. And the wheels of fate did continue to revolve. One day, two visiting fishers came to Bucolati's father. They asked him if they could ride his fishing boat to an islet off the coast of Naples. Originally, Bucolati's father thought... Excuse me, Jack, broke... an islet? <laughs> an islet. It's an yeah. islet. Yeah. Like an I, island. I've heard, I've heard islet. Ha, is that? I've always thought it was like islet. Like a, like an like you don't pronounce the S in island. It's like the same thing. I don't pronounce islet. Hang on. Oh, was I right? Was I right? <laughs> yeah, because I just watched the How to Pronounce and it was like, I let. Yes! Damn it. Andy wins again! If they could ride his fishing boat to an islet off the coast of Naples. Originally, Bucolati's father thought his son would grow up to be a fisherman, but when his wife left to the town, he began to hope instead that Bucolati would go to a nice school in the city. It was only for the tuition that he fished so diligently. He'd even started allowing visiting fishermen to ride his boat on his off days. These fishermen were unusual. Though they had come to fish, one of them had left his fishing rod behind when he disembarked onto the islet. What an idiot. <laughs> Regardless of his thoughts, Bucolati's father was kind enough to go deliver the fishing rod to the man. But it would have been wiser for him to regard this man as suspicious rather than idiotic. These fishermen had not come here to fish. <laughs> they came here to deal drugs. They came here to die! Yeah, we got the two fishermen tra trading bags of white powder for, like, fat stacks of lira. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love a good old dead broken currency yeah all but all of these stacks are like a dollar yeah exactly like fifty thousand lira what is that like a fucking like that's like a fucking half dollar 50 cents oh my god <laughs> uh 
and we got the uh, the tough guy they're meeting with to do the exchange with a gun and sunglasses. This is the problem with you little punks. This happens every time. He saw us. Why is he carrying your fishing? Why is he carrying your fishing rod? You stupid piece of shit. <gasps> Drugs. Dad. Dad. Ripperoni in pepperoni. Yeah, we just, we see Bruno's dad dying in a hospital. Everybody's got a dead dad, dead dead yeah, parents. I mean, be- better than having like a dead mom. That's the cliche. Like, uh, that's true. I guess dead dad. They can, they can fridge the dad sometimes. Uh, yeah, make up for lot for lost ground. Yeah. Mm. Luck. If luck was the factor that saved his his father's life, then Bucolati's father was a very lucky man. Oh, he didn't die. Whoops. Those seven bullets Whoops. pierced his body. A Coast Guard ship just happened to be passing by. They found the empty boat and Bukalati's father with it. They were equipped to administer first aid, and though Bukalati's father remained unconscious, he survived the trip to the hospital. The police searched for the cause and the culprits of the crime, but for now, Bukalati simply waited for his father to regain consciousness. But what is luck? For Bukalati, in retrospect, it might have been luckier if his father had died at the scene. Some say that luck is what you make of it. However, throughout the course of life, there are inescapable situations where one cannot decide them for themselves the proper path to take. Damn. That is, that's, a, <laughs> that's a really cool like thing right there. Uh, we're in the hospital right now. We, okay, we see Bukalati's dad just like recovering coma, all medical stuff around him. And what's that? Oh, here's the two fishing idiots. That's him. That damn fisherman, he's a tough bastard, I'll give him that. The motherfucker can't even stay dead! Make it quick. I'll just keep watch. Kill him now. And this time, don't come back. Coming out here in the dead of night's a serious pain in the ass. Go to hell! Shink. Just as he goes to slit Bugalotti's dad's throat, a little arm with a little knife comes out and pokes him in the neck. Oh, what's that? It's little Bruno under his dad's bed. <laughs> what is there? Easy there. A kid. What are you doing under the bed? Put that knife down. Let in a toy. He's just a kid. Just pin him down. Oh, God. Right. Neck grab. Gut. Right in the fucking heart, dude. Yeah, Rip. Bruno is not messing around. Ah! Oh, what the fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, first man, heart gut. Second man, eye punch. Whew. Whew. I'll protect you, Dad. Don't worry. There's nothing to worry about. Just rest. Bruno Bucolati committed murder at the age of 12. He had crossed the line no man was meant to pass. There was no turning back now. Those thugs' accomplices would soon come to silence his father and take their revenge. Who could protect his family? Could the police guarantee their safety? The only force that could save him was the gang that secretly ruled the city. Thus Bruno Bucolati swore loyalty to the gang in exchange for the safety of his family. In a few years, he became a favorite of the Officer Polpo. Back then, Bucolati believed the gang to be justice in the world. But ironically, at that time, the gang had been violating its own code to expand the drug trade domestically. Bucolati's father considered continue to suffer complications from the shooting dying five years later and Bucolati discovered the source of that of avaracious white powder avaracious yeah avaracious white powder that ruined both of their lives was none other than the boss of the gang who he him so trusted and now the boss 
You are the very definition of nauseating evil. You abuse the innocent and unknowing, all for your own personal benefit. You're using your own innocent daughter just to further your own greed. You must pay. You have betrayed my heart once again. Unzip. Uh... Back in the elevator, by the way, unzips yeah. the floor, sees a shadow man holding Trish Sands one hand. <laughs> there he is. I don't know how he got there, but he's at the bottom of the belfry. I was only planning to uncover your identity, but there has been a change of plans. I'm going to kill you instead, right now. Oh shit! Well, let let's let's do let's do the next one. Let's do, let's do this. I mean, we're let's definitely do doing the next one. Are you kidding me? It's time for shit to get real. Look at this iconic fucking cover, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh the G with all the boys and Trish, and uh -huh. then we see we see we see the main man here. Dibs on uh, oh. dig, dibs on KK's voice, dude. Dibs. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> but how? The boss used some method to take Trish out of the elevator. How did he take her from right under my nose? Is that his stand ability? The mystery of King Crimson. Part one. Part one. See the shadow figure and Trish exit the bottom of the elevator. Uh, the elevator shaft. Damn it. I can't see his face. I don't have much time. There's only a few seconds or maybe a minute at most. The boss will put a certain end to Trish's life before he leaves the church. I have to act before he can do that. And right now, right now, the boss still doesn't know I've betrayed him. The plan of action is an assassination. I'll cut him off on his escape route and strike him down. Oh, this is a, this is a really neat application of Sticky Fingers. He puts a zipper on the elevator cable and just rides it all the way down. Yeah, that's really fucking neat. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, unzips the wall above the elevator car, looks out, sees drips of blood where Trish, missing a hand, obviously must have gone. Uh... Oh, wait, what is this? He, he, like, opens a cabinet. Oh, it's, okay, it's an escape hole. I, I was not seeing that this was a hole. <laughs> I get it. This would have certainly allowed him to escape the church undetected while the elevator heads for the top of the belfry. Go, 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 go. Down the hole. There's a staircase under the floor. It must lead to the basement, where the crypt is. There, he can kill Trish without any intrusions, and then he'll probably leave the church through a back door. I must kill him. Now. This is my only chance. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this panel. <laughs> Bruno screaming, this is my only chance, as he shloops down the floor, his legs sticking out of the zipper. <laughs> now, now let me introduce you to Shadow Boss. You thought having Dio obscured by Shadow where it obviously wouldn't work like that was, like, a little over the top? Well, when you meet Shadow Boss here, he just stands in, in, in pure light, and he's still just covered in shadow. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's, he's all shadow, no man. And he's like this for a long time. Like, Forever. Like, pretty our, our villain up until, like, the last, like, 20 chapters is just this shadow dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do, do 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 Bruno slithering down this column. He's here. Here he comes. Down the stairs. Now made it with time to spare. Leave this place. Bruno Bucalati. If you emerge from that pillar, you will die. Do 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 sweats. 
steel-eyed gaze. Sticky thing. <laughs> Sticky thing. <laughs> it just says he goes to punch with sticky fingers at the shadow man. Shadow man is gone. And a stand hand grips his hand. <gasps> Bends it backwards over the column. It's about to snap it. Ah, he, he's got to snap my arm. Sticky fingers. Punches his own arm, unzips it, unzips the column, tries to punch. Nothing there. Where did he go? Uh, 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 he caught me. Should have ex expected as much. But how did he vanish again? I don't know what he's capable of, but he's no big threat. That much is obvious. Let me hear your reasons. Punch, 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 punch. Unzip, unzip, unzip. What Nothing. do you seek? Tell me, Bukalati. You risked life and limb for this mission, and you have, at last, completed it without any casualties. I even held you in esteem for your performance. So what is the meaning of this? What is it that you wish for? Has becoming an officer advanced a thirst for greater stomping grounds? Or has your hubris fooled you into thinking you could defeat me? When Trish wakes up, I will tell her that she never had a father. Trish? What is Trish to you? My daughter means nothing to you. You will never understand how I feel. Unzip. Alright, so... Uh, he had a phone in his face. <laughs> yeah, Bruno unzips his own face, like, tip to stern. Uh, phone falls out of his chin. <laughs> Giorno, you there? Yes, Bukalati. I know you're on the move. The Lady Brooch, you dropped from the elevator. I guess that it, caught, uh, it, it fell off of the elevator and caught onto something. It caught onto the boss's coat. Yeah, this is a shadow boss's coat. Uh, it caught onto the boss's clothes, I presume. You're looking for the brooches. Uh, that's oh, that's Jordo. Whoops. It caught onto the brooches onto the boss's clothes, I presume. If you're looking for the brooches location now, we check the disc. It contains a floor plan of the church. We can pinpoint the exact location of the brooch. It's currently below the spiral staircase in the crypt. Roughly two meters from where it landed. Next to the pillar. There you are. Sticky fingers. Punch, 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 punch. Unzip, unzip, unzip. We see Shadow Boss behind the pillar. Take this. Oh. Oh, oh one more. Oh. We got to keep it going, Jack. Let's keep, let's keep uh, it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. Let's <laughs> so we go, get this uh, map of the island and the surrounding areas. Yeah. These real places? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, I'm curious about the Liberta Bridge, because that's a big bridge. Yeah, is that... that yep, that's real. That, that's fucking that real, called? dude. Holy shit. That's like, a, what's that body of water called that's there? I don't know. Uh, it's a road bridge connecting the historical center of the city of Venice that is a group of islands to the mainland. Oh, so this is the bridge they were on with for White Album. Oh, yeah. That's Holy a shit. long fuck out. And I thought the Tappan Z Bridge was long. This is, this is a hell this of a bridge. This is monstrous. <laughs> and it's interesting because it's not a suspension bridge or anything. They just built a road over water. Yeah. Wow. It must be shallow if, water, I guess. 
Yeah, because yeah, I guess it looks to. like it's just one giant bay when you look at a real picture of it. All the surrounding water looks pretty shallow, so maybe it's maybe it doesn't need to be a suspension bridge. Yeah, you see these little islands here, like you can kind of see the coast and like yeah, yeah. They they can't it can't be that deep, but that's really cool. Yeah, uh, it has two lanes each way with no emergency lane. Cool, <laughs> <laughs> very cool. <laughs> all right, all right. He's Mr. moving. Crimson. I can sense it. Part two. The ladybug Your... brooch I endowed with life is moving away from the top of the belfry. This isn't a walking pace. It's falling from the belfry, and now. It's heading for the crypt. It's the boss. Bucolati attached the brooch to the boss's clothes, and now it's moving. We'll ignore the fact that this bug, this bug brooch, is an organic sensor somehow. And it with, like, can somehow GPS communicate with this laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> whatever, whatever. Moving on, whatever. moving on, moving on, moving on. Yeah. Yono, excuse me, but could you pass me that water? I'm thirsty. And you better watch yourself, because right now... We still have orders to wait on the boat without disembarking. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Fugo's a little conflicted. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoa. Whoa, Narancha, you bastard. What the hell are you doing? Hey, get that back! Hey, this is chocolate. How come you get all the grub while we're sitting on our asses here? There's only three left, dude. I bought these with my own cash. Give it back. Come on. It's not like we're stranded in the mountains or anything. Damn. Greedy, greedy fucker. <laughs> Mister, you ate them? You ate the whole damn box! Give it back! Give it back! God damn it! You better pay me for this shit! I thought we were a team, you son of a bitch! The hell is that on your face? (laughs) What the fuck? The chocolates have teleported inside of Naranch's mouth as he's chewing them. Whoa! What do you mean, whoa, quit fucking around? When the hell did you eat them anyway? Oh, tasty! <laughs> Fugo taking a big sip. Oh. <clears throat> oh, shit. Oh, did I say thanks yet, Jorno? I guess not. Thanks for the water. What's going on? Huh? What? Huh? Why did he give him the water? What? Things Suddenly, are seemingly cat- happening out of sequence, don't you think, hmm, Jack? Weird. <laughs> Suddenly, cat footprints are all up and down Giorno. There was no cat here. And, a, and an eaten fish. Where was this cat? Here's a cat. We haven't seen this cat before. What? What's going on here? Also, Narancha's face in this one panel is super <laughs> fucked up. <Yeah. laughs> what's, what's going on there? Mm. This is bizarre. Ah, fuck. Ah, you fuck. said it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but this feels strange. This adventure we've been on. It feels rather bizarre, don't you think, boys? Oh my God. <laughs> Damn it, Jorno. What the hell are you doing? We had orders not to put a single fucking foot on the island. Hmm? What? Hmm? Who? Hmm? What? Abaccio suddenly teleported to the, to the island. He's on the island as well. This is abnormal. What is this? What is this sensation? Damn! Something strange is going on. Something's happening to Bucolati. Did the bus? Where the hell do you think you're going, Giorno? Ring, 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 ring. Giorno, you there? Yes! 
Bukalati, I know you're on the move. If you're looking for the location of the brooch on the boss, it's currently below the spiral staircase in the crypt, roughly two meters from where it landed, next to the pillar. Bukalati, wait! Something unusual is happening at this very moment! Oh, we see Shadow Boss behind the pieces of the pillar that Bukalati just unzipped. Take this, sticky fingers! Punch, 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 punch. Oh, oh, God, it's still so cool. As he lands blows on the Shadow Boss, Bukalati realizes that he's been punching himself. Whoa! I don't really, oh. even even knowing how the boss's stand works, I still don't really understand what's going on here. <laughs> I I kind of do. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but it's the shadowy form is revealed to be Bruno Bucolati himself. Is this who was behind the pillar? It's me. I, what? What? What is this? Huh? And how did Trish get her arm back? Uh, I think that's another that's another thing that happened because of the stand, because we see that it's still bleeding, like it's it was just reattached. Oh, okay. And we see the one the after image the the, the Bruno that was punching and the sticky fingers that was punching suddenly like fade out back to the future style, and we are left with the Bruno who was being punched. And now, we see the boss's Stan's face. This is the end. So why don't I tell you what you have witnessed and laid hands upon? Look at King Crimson's faces. <laughs> oh, I love, I love, I love Mad Face and Little Mad Face. I dare anybody to try to find like maybe three stands that are cooler than King Crimson. Like, damn. It's up there for sure. He's so fucking cool. I mean, I prefer blue King Crimson, blue and pink. The red the red one's good. I, I have a soft spot. red one is the classic. Yeah. But the blue and pink is very good. The McDonald's one I do not like. No, 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 no. I can definitely, uh, I can definitely leave the McDonald's one. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What you have witnessed yeah. and laid hands upon was your own future self. The you of a few seconds past saw your future self. This is the ability of my King Crimson. I eradicated time and forced it to skip. I shall not allow anyone, no matter who they may be, to threaten my everlasting climax. Oh, God. <laughs> Fantastic. I will eradicate every last one of them. Paunch. Right through Good. Bruno's fucking chest. Oh, rest and in that, pieces. And that, my that's friends, good, is where we'll leave you for this week. <laughs> With Bruno's guts on the floor. Yep. So oh. now you Whew. all met King Crimson. If you yeah, haven't read part five before, here he is. And Here's before you give me the it just works feel, I promise it's not actually that complicated. Once we actually see him using the powers more, Jack and I will explain it in a way that makes yeah. sense. Because it's really not that complicated. <laughs> no, it's not super complicated. People, it's just, it, you, it was you, very poorly explained in the bad translations. Yeah, the bad translations didn't explain it well. 
And once you think about it logically, it makes a lot of sense. So there was a lot of misinformation about the power that went around online. And mm. once you hear it, you know, laid out in a few sentences, it's very easy. Yeah, it's real simple. But uh, we'll get to that. Maybe next time. Maybe the following time. I actually don't maybe know. Maybe never. Maybe never. Maybe we give up. Maybe we quit. Except yeah, we're weird. not because our morale is back because we have a new Joe Jolian. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. We're back with part eight with chapter 75, Poor Tom and Ozone Baby part four. This fruit can even change the laws of the world. I love the pose going on here. Yeah, the... Oh, God. Soft and Wet is such a cool stand. Uh-huh. It's been Soft around and Wet for like looks so fabulous in everything he's in, but I never get over him. Like, definitely one of the best stand designs ever. Yeah. I mean, we say that a lot. Yeah, we do Soft say that a lot, but Soft and Wet is such a fucking... It, it, I, I don't want to say it's iconic because it's not, but it looks like something that could become iconic given the yeah. right given the right exposure. It just has that it has that vibe about it, you know. Yeah, where's that two point Right. Let's get on that. All right, so this is exposition for the first part because we find out the Mean Bean Man's background. <gasps> We're getting two <clears throat> exposition chapters this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a real vocal workout. <laughs> All right, we see the Bean Man's bean feet uh, in the bubble floating across the orchard as we get his exposition in boxes interspersed across. The pears that the boy's parents grew were judged to have magnificent sweetness and won awards at competitions for it. At the end of fall, the money they made from their orchard rose to 80 million yen. Still, where the boy's parents failed in operating their orchard was not due to typhoons, droughts, or anything to do with the weather. Nor was it because of the increase of wild Japanese monkeys, which were a major pest towards pears. I want to meet the wild Japanese monkeys. They have wild monkeys? <laughs> they, I mean, they do have wild monkeys, but, like, <laughs> that's such a specific thing. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, damn, we got monkeys this year. The pears are going to ruin. Dude, Japan is, like, the anti-Australia. Like, Australia has, like, terrifying wildlife. Japan has such, like, nice wildlife. Like, even, yeah, like, you got the, you know, like, normally you get, like, annoying bugs, but Japan has stag beetles, and they're nice. Well, and cicadas, and, like, it it sounds like a miter saw, like, going. So, here's the thing with cicadas. If I see one, I want to throw up, but they're easy to to pretend that they're not there. When I was in summer camp once, people in summer camp tormented me by putting cicada exoskeletons on my back and i wanted to kill them all i wanted to go on a rampage (laughs) yep i've seen that done to people and it sucks yeah it's not good because i was the dumb kid that saw one and freaked out and then everybody knew i freaked out so i was immediately bottom i was immediately bottom of the food chain in that summer camp (laughs) oh god that's terrible (laughs) anyway Yes. Mm-hmm. It was because their cultivation techniques leaked to other people in the industry. They came in the night. It was an early morning after summer had ended. They went to check the trees they'd been looking after since the previous winter, and not a single pear was left remaining on the trees. Even the trees themselves were cut down. The usurpers were connected with some local moneylenders. The father and mother were backed into a corner and forced to part with the orchard. Underneath all of this, we see the bean man floating 
and fire happening and his uh wires gripping the rakakaka branch and sarugi's uh paper crane with the camera on it above this all it's it's a tableau the boy who was moody and disliked people since he was a child could never forgive his parents error and cursed his fate he began living alone on a decaying ski slope at an altitude of 1200 meters not a place well suited to cultivate fruit trees Yet the boy was first able to cultivate and sell strawberries on the plateau when he, what, wait, when he, ah, whatever. When he was 17 years old, the buyer was the Higashikata Fruit Parlor. Ever since then, every year, the boy researched and cultivated fruit trees exclusively for the Higashikata Fruit Parlor. G -g Only for the fourth generation Higashikata Norsuke. As, that g was, uh... Uh, Joshua and Norske bleeding out on the couch because of decompression or pressure. I forget which one it is. As we can see, uh, the ozone, yeah, the ozone baby has reached the family room, and D they don't look great. <laughs> nope. What's happening to Mamazuka? <laughs> Norske belches out. Um, and what's happening to Mean Bean Man is nothing good because he's stuck in Josuke's bubble. With one of his wires on the Rakakaka branch, another wire on poor Tom, uh, he's bleeding out, everything's on fire. Yeah, this is really bad. Everything that's happening is bad for everybody involved. Yeah, this is the first major climax we've had in a while since, like, Damo Tamaki kills again. Yeah, we keep bringing up that damn chapter, because that was the last exciting chapter of Jajolian. It's it, Yeah, it was like 15 <laughs> chapters ago, two years ago. Yeah. It feels like two years, but... Because it was a really good chapter. Yeah. Um, just uh, Josuke bleeding out. Mamazuka san, the Rakakaka branch. Uh, you, you're Joven. Okay. Or no, I'm Joven, you're Tsurugi. Right. Okay. Look, look, Tsurugi, do you see that? They finally appeared. They're all being. Pre oh, was I doing a deep voice? Yeah, I was doing a deep voice. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a real good deep voice. <laughs> They're all being pressurized. <sighs> but one of them is going to collect the branch. That's the plan appraiser. Josuke's here too. Mamazuke-san in his onesie, bleeding, breathing. But he's got poor Hosen. Tom by the fucking throat and face and mouth somehow. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know how that one yeah. works. <laughs> uh, poor Tom with his fucking Lego model stand. Like, why is it a how? Whatever whatever <laughs> gripping poor tom ever harder uh so he splurts blood you're a rock you're human clean. yes i'll break you apart with my wires uh, i can't believe this is happening to me until a minute ago i was in a nice sunny room all warm and comfy from the warmth of a girl damn it I was going to use her lap as a pillow, snuggle her thighs, and sit around without a care in the world, waiting for you guys to get crushed to a pulp. But somebody went and lit the orchard on fire. Jeez, oh man. I mean, I couldn't bear to come after that, despite the chance something like this could happen to me. That's why I'm getting my hands on that rock-a-caca. No ifs, ands, or buts. This is interesting here. Also, I like the little picture of a lap. That's 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's great. It just Araki um, doing the little drawings of things the characters are talking about. This it just reminds me of Super Mario Odyssey when they would say characters' yeah. names and like the little heads would pop up. <laughs> it's cute. It's yeah. a nice touch. Um, this this makes it sounds like he teleported here, like, which maybe yeah, who the know. fuck knows. And then, wow, I don't really understand what happened here. <laughs> oh, um, poor poor Tom. As as Mamazuki-san is getting closer to poor Tom, the pressurization in the bubble is getting higher and higher, and his face is kind of just caving in. Damn. Uh, yeah, Josuke comes up behind. It's like, oh! And we see Mamazuki-san's uh, belly kind of just fold in on itself. Oh no! Mm-hmm. My stand, ozone baby. I dug it up from the. I dug it up from under the ground. Ye better have said your prayers before touching me. When it was buried, it had a warm and fuzzy attack with a hundred meter radius range. But with you touching me like this, the pressure level's gonna suddenly shoot through the roof. Mavazuka-san. Oh god, this is horrifying. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> Mamazuki-san kind of just crumples like a paper ball. My cervical vertebrae haven't broken yet. Before you can break my body, I'm going to crush your insides. Soft and wet. Fire. <laughs> Josuke has placed berries of some type into his bubbles and shooting them at poor Tom. Bing, bam, boom, bow. That's the sounds those make. Flashback to <laughs> Mamazuki-san explaining what these berries are. <laughs> there are yew trees growing in the Higashikata orchard. Their leaves and branches are used in Shinto rituals, but I'll say this. You're lucky you don't graft the Rakakaka branch to a yew branch. These things are deadly poison. They'll do extreme damage to your insides. Especially if you put the seeds in your mouth. It's a good thing the Rakakaka branch isn't grafted to one of these. I'm just looking up the toxicity of the U. Uh, uh, all parts of the U plant are toxic to humans, with the exception of the U berries. <laughs> God fucking damn it, Araki! How, however, their seeds are toxic. Oh, okay. okay. Alright, alright, alright. Their leaves are more toxic than the seed. Okay. It's cool thematically, at least. Yeah. It doesn't really look cool if Josie is just shooting leaves at him. <laughs> uh, but but he shoots all these berries at poor Tom. The, the soap bubbles. The soap bubble walls act as a barrier for what's inside them. If a bubble pops, the pressure inside it will suddenly decompress. Pop, 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 pop. As they all touch uh, poor Tom and they all pop. Crinkle, crinkle. The berries themselves crack and the juice inside uh, drips down onto poor Tom as Mamazuki-san grips him even tighter with his wire, releasing the Rakakaka branch and using his wire to open poor Tom's mouth. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. One of the seeds makes it inside his mouth and he swallows. Yews are as poisonous as you can get. 
English you seeds were used by author Agatha Christie in her books as a trick to kill someone by putting one in a spoonful of jam. It can even kill large-sized livestock. When you poison is absorbed by digestive organs, it's sent straight to the heart and causes blood pressure to go off the charts. Violent convulsions and tears to internal organs and tears internal organs to shreds. Ah! Oh, no. Oh, no. So, poor Tom's not doing good, but neither is Mamazuka-san. <laughs> nope. Poor Tom drops the knife that he had, falls over on the ground. Mamazuka-san is still not doing great. Well, will I be crushed by this pressure first, or will the poison get to your heart first? What? What? If you think I was gonna, if you think I was trying to use that knife to cut your wires, I hate to break it to you, but what I wanted to use wasn't the knife. Oh, 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 oh. I see, I see. He's got the knife blade sheath in his hand, and it's one of those ones where you close it over the the blade of the knife, and he shuts it over Mamazuka-san's wire. When it gets pressed between something, it ends up like it's enclosed by walls, right? What I needed was the sheath. Enclosed! Mamazuka-san! And rest in fucking pieces. Jesus Christ. Yep. I guess because... I guess those death flags were pretty obvious, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. So because it happened to a part of him, it happened to the whole of him, and he got hit with the maximum pressure. Uh, Tearing attack. his body to shreds. Like, absolute pieces. Like... I, I'm not going to believe he's dead until, like, we actually see him, like, not moving. Because I swear to God, the way his power's been set up, he could just be, like, a head on a wire. And I believe it. Yeah, that's like, true. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, the plan appraiser lost, says the floating crane in the sky. <laughs> Poor Tom is leaving the orchard. He took the rock-a-caca branch. Oh, oh God. There, go, there goes Bean Man's head. There's uh, Doggy Style. Oh boy! Oh, it's not. This is yeah. Not good. I don't like the eyeball. I don't like the eyeball at all, Jack. I know you don't. The single eyeball on a wire, uh, ozone baby over the like deflated form of the Bean Man. I, I won! Fuck you, asshole! <laughs> Josuke, steel-eyed, no, no quiver to his movements. Gets up inside his own bubble. Starts coming after poor Tom. But are you gonna follow me, Higashikata Josuke? You might be better off hightailing it out of here, know what I'm saying? It'll happen to you too. The closer you get to my ozone, baby, the stronger the pressure is gonna get. Has has poor Tom forgot about the poison? (laughs) No, but he only got like one one of the poisons in him. He's, He's still doing okay. Yeah. Uh, and poor Tom grips the rock branch as Josuke looks over the mess that was once the bean man. <laughs> oh. The branch is mine! <laughs> bah! <laughs> he just bounces away. Josuke gets back up, crawling on his hands and knees inside the bubble, going after poor Tom. That siren. <laughs> it's a fire engine. This probably coming this way. I mean, there's a fire and shit. 
Man, what took him? Probably an ambulance coming from the hospital, too. I think only the juice of one new seed ain't gonna get in my stomach. They should counteract the poison for me. But the windows, the windows of those vehicles, the people in that ambulance, are they coming here with their windows open? If the vehicle's doors and windows and shit are closed, that'll be a barrier. And if they get within the 100 meter range, the inside of the ambulance will pressurize, too. Well, not like they know what's going on here. Those ambulance windows, I got a, feel, I got a feeling they're headed this way with them closed. Because they're comrades. I guess. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I think we'll, f- I'll think we'll find out what he means in uh, chap in part five of this. Yeah. Glance, glance, get, get, get. Damn it! I'm feeling pretty damn shitty right now. Ugh. Man. This get continues. Man, that guy doesn't give up. Couldn't he have just collapsed and took a rest? The pressure should really should be going gradually back to normal as I get away from him. My goal's this branch. I'd like to just rescind Ozone Baby at this point. <sighs> just kids having a bad time. Don't you get it? The closer you get to me, the higher the pressure's gonna get. You lost, jackass. Now go die. He got you kind of Josuke. He's doing like a fucked up comic. Kamehameha. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna he's shooting an everlasting gobstopper at poor Tom. Dude, you notice how this this bubble looks? In the next panel, and the way he shoots it, doesn't that kind of remind you of something? Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Like, I mean, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. I know, we're not gonna get ahead. Uh, we we've already done that a few times in Jajolian and it's never Yeah, it has not worked out. It has well. never worked out ever. <laughs> Holy son, Momazuka son, I won't let anyone else get the bridge. I won't let you get away. Take this What Josuke has done here has wrapped a U seed in multiple layers of bubbles, forming something that looks like uh a a spinning steel ball. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. A little bit. It's can't, a nice, can't help nice but touch. see the parallel there. Nah, for real. Da-bong. Shoots it up into the sky. Josuke! He just shot something up in the air! It's heading towards me! Is he trying to hit me with that? Float. Float. What is it? That's a, a soap float. bubble wrapped in other soap bubbles. It's shaped like a melee... Fiti- f- I don't know. Melee fleur. Melee fleur? Millifee. Yeah, it's fine. Something's inside. What is that in there? Wait, I can see it. It's one of those U seeds from before. Ah! He tries to get out of the way. Float, float, pop. One of the soap so, bubbles popped. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, the each each bubble pops and it can change the trajectory of this seed bullet. One of the soap bubbles popped, and then the direction it's moving in changed, too. Wh- what the hell is inside there? The closer it gets to me, the stronger the pressure's getting. It's like it's breaking one layer at a time. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh. Pop. Another one popped. Here it, co- here it comes, you bastard. Oh, don't look at the bottom. Don't look at the bottom. Oh, no! Don't look at the bottom. Cursed image! Cursed image alert! 
who will take control of that ultimate power. The series will be on hiatus next issue. It will resume in the, in the July issue on sale June nineteenth to be continued. Cursed! Damn yeah, it! As, it's like he yeah. hates us. He hates us. This is one of the he best chapters us. in months, and yeah, he's gonna do really this to good. us. Uh, as poor Don, poor Tom faces off against the bubble in front of these fire trucks and ambulance holding the Rockacaca branch. That's a hell we'll of see a what cliffhanger, man. In June. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mm. All right, though. I'll take it. That was a great fucking chapter to Julian. That really gave yeah, me, that was a, that that gave was me a the same one. energy I've felt in some of the earlier the earlier parts back when Julian was a little more consistent. Had that same sort <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that same energy. That same, like, uh, movement towards an, an end. Yeah, exactly. So I'm very happy with that. And I'm really happy to see where it goes next, uh, at least till the end of this arc, at least. So we'll see that in July. But stay tuned, because while there's two months, well, one month of No Jojolian, there will be plenty more manga where that came from, because we will resume Devil Man next week. And then after mm-hmm. that, something else. Yeah, we'll probably finish Devil Man next week, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. 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 Yeah. In the meantime, you can look at all of our great content on our SoundCloud. Oh, nice transition, Jack. That transition was like someone shifting from fifth into reverse. (laughs) (laughs) The big old clunk engine vomit. Here we go. And you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, obviously the SoundCloud. Talk to us at our Twitter account, at JoJo underscore cast. We're on the subreddit r slash starters crusaders post there every week have a good one andy anything else for the lovely people out there i don't think there's anything else i could say right now other than that as always we love you guys and we will see you uh next time have a good one